Storytelling. Moments in time. The things we don't want to forget. Details that are etched in our souls are every day. Teaching. Artists who want to share their passion for telling the stories of their lives so you can better tell the stories of yours. Sharing. A space and place to share your work, be inspired, motivated, supported, and learn from one another. Community. A group for photographers run by photographers. We welcome you to this community. Welcome to Hello Storyteller Podcasts. I'm Megan Boggs, a natural light, lifestyle, outside the box, and motive photographer, and mom of two sweet girls based out of Tulare, California. And I'm Melissa Ortendahl, a natural light, lifestyle, and documentary photographer based in central Massachusetts. Be the first to know about all of our upcoming educational opportunities, blogs, podcasts, mini lesson tutorials, and more. Make sure to check out our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and sign up for our mailing list to receive all the exciting new updates. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Hello Storyteller podcast. We're super excited to have Leah Jones with us here today. Hi, Leah. Hi. Nice. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Hi, Meg. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry. So, that, was, that was droopy. <laughs> it was. You got to have a little more enthusiasm, Meg. A little more. Hey, hey, hey. There that's it better. is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's better. Um so I wanted to give a little bit of backstory um, because sometimes we know the people that we podcast with and sometimes we don't. Um, I feel like now we have a little more kind of understanding of who people are. We've met some people, but Leah and I actually know each other because we live in the same town um, and we randomly kind of sort of got connected, if I recall correctly, uh, when I was in uh, for a brief moment of time, a diptych group. Um, and then very quickly realized this was not a skill set I had. Um, it's very hard. <laughs> it's so hard, but Leah's so good at it. And so I happened to just be like stalking the people in the group. And then I saw, actually, what I saw was I saw a picture of yours from like the town common. And I was like, wait, oh. I know that. I know where that is. That's funny. <laughs> and then I had to go and look and see where you were. And then I, and then I kind of cyber stalked you a little bit. And then... <laughs> and then uh yeah and then that's funny it is funny and then we ended up meeting for coffee and then so leah and i have um shot a couple of weddings together and mm-hmm. we ran to each other last week at the y our kids were in swim class <laughs> yep so or uh, soccer or soccer <laughs> yep that's true too um but so I, you know, I said to Meg, I said, I really would love to get Leah on. I, um, I said for a couple of things, I said, I love her, obviously her, her work and her style. I said, but Leah also does stock photography, which feels like this con- mystifying concept. I can't quite wrap my head around, although it's, I mean, I feel like it's fairly straightforward, but that was one of the things that you and I had kind of chatted about when we first met up for coffee was stock photography. And so I wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit today about how you kind of got started in that and what that process has been like for you. Cause I do think that it is a bit of a, sometimes a different kind of yeah. pers- perspective when you're shooting. Sure. And so I'd love to know how you kind of even got started in that. Yeah, Sure. So I, um, I, I applied to Stocksy 
um so I first applied five years ago I think and I got and I I got rejected and I wasn't I didn't even know really what I was doing but I just thought oh it'd be fun to sell my photos and get yeah. some money <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did the first time and then I they didn't accept my um the portfolio I sent them so I was like okay and a couple of years later I felt my skill set was much stronger so I tried again and uh, six months later, they um, they said, "Yeah, come on board." <laughs> <laughs> so, and it came as a surprise. I had written it off by then after six months, so I was pretty happy. But I still had no idea, and I still don't feel I have a full grasp on, you know, what images sell well, what doesn't. But I'm starting to learn a little bit better by looking at what's selling. So. Um, now, did yeah, you I end up choosing Stocksy as opposed to like? You know, I know there's a bunch of other kind of like stock yeah, agencies really, there. But what what drew you to Stocksy? Uh, I liked their style when I looked at the images online. I liked what they were selling or what the other members of the. Um, so Stocksy is a co-op, so it's um, we're all members of the co-op, <laughs> <laughs> and so there aren't um, there aren't that many contributors. We were at the at the time they were capped at a thousand, and now they're accepting more, but aren't that many contributors. So it's it feels like a smaller family. Mm. And um, it feels like we know each other. Yeah, and, absolutely. Okay, that makes sense. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, sorry. I just <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, so I really like Stocksy and I, I like, uh, I just like the people that are on Stocksy and the images that I've given. I've tried, I've done a little bit with Offset and with Kavan, mm -hmm. but building a portfolio is so much work. Yeah. And I feel that... Um, you know, the more you have, the more you become visible. So the more clients are going to see you and buy from you. So mm. the first, you know, uploading the first 400 images almost feels like so much work for not much. <laughs> right. And then yeah. you start selling because then when your portfolio grows, you start selling because the clients start to come across your images more often and li or like your style and then come back. But um, it really depends on, you know, that's why I ended up not really creating a portfolio with Offset or Kevan because I just wanted to focus on Stocksy. Sure. Yeah. And is that typically uh, what they require to begin with, that that number of images, 400 or no, so? No, they don't require any number of images. You just, oh, okay. you, yeah, they just want you to be, um, with Stocksy anyway, they, they like you to be regular and upload regularly, not just to, to be an active member, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So how often are you uploading then? So I upload, um, well, I was in a really good rhythm last year where I did like maybe 80, 100 images a month. Oh, wow. Uh, I've slowed down this year. I don't know. I've just been busy. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm at, um, right now I'm at uh, 4,988. I'm trying so hard to get to 5,000. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm just like, I want to get to it, but I've been like sitting on it for three months. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when so, you're yeah. shooting for stock, do you do a session and do a whole bunch of um, shots of different things all at once, or do you just kind of shoot like one thing a day or, you know, uh, so when the I, week? what I'll do, for example, um, you know, a few, uh, a few weeks ago, I just had an idea about doing an Earth Day stock with a uh, stock series with my son mm -hmm. just you know picking up trash with the garbage bags around I was just thinking oh that could sell well so I just go out I bribe my son <laughs> <laughs> he got a Superman <laughs> costume out of it there you go <laughs> 
And so I go out and I shoot, you know, and I just make a story out of it. And then I submit the images and um, Stocksy approves them, approves the ones, you know, I'll submit a bunch and they'll just take the ones they like. Um, so that's one way of doing it. Otherwise, I'm just, I like to shoot just my day-to-day -day life. And if there are images that I think they might like, I'll just upload them and they usually go through. Um, okay. Sometimes I'll think of specific shoots. Like I think they asked me once to do uh, images about Paris, which mm. again, I had to, you know, my kids weren't that cooperative that day, so it ended up not <laughs> working out so well. <laughs> so um, yeah, and then, you know, sometimes I shoot for clients and I'll uh, give them a little bit of um, money off the session, just if they sign the model release. So that was actually my next question was going to be is I know that you do client work. And so yeah. um does it just kind of depend on the on how the session goes that you think, oh, I think some of these might might work well. And then if you submit them and they're accepted, do you then reach back out to the client? Like, how does that or do you kind of go into the session uh, thinking I'm going to use these for Stocksy? And so I'm going to ask them about it up front. Yeah, some clients I just ask up front if they're interested. And uh, that's usually what I do. I just ask up front. If I think the client might be uh, a good fit, I'll just ask up front. I mean, and sometimes... I get it wrong. Sometimes it's like it wasn't actually a good fit, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how life is, you know, you just try. <laughs> Have you yeah. ever gone back to a client after the fact, like after their session was done and be like, would you be willing to? <laughs> I I haven't done it yet. No, I, hmm. I think it depends on my relationship with the people. Like some sure. people I just know they're easygoing and you can tell. And some people they're like more uptight. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're like that's gonna yeah. be him. I'm not like I'm not gonna. Yeah, ask <laughs> and I understand when people don't want to. Like I don't have any issues with that. I just sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I function. Yet generally, I mean, and just knowing uh, as well what sells and stock. You know, it's it's a. I've been three years now. I've been on Stocksy for three years, and I feel I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so I'm like why doesn't this image sell I really like this image you know and mm. it's just it's just sitting there and then one day a client buys it and then one day you you know you can sell one day you sell an image for seven dollars and the next day you sell one for 400 and that's just the way it goes <laughs> yeah. right oh you were telling me last week that there was somebody in Soxy that sold like nine images for over a thousand dollars a piece or something uh yes I, <laughs> that'd yeah, be awesome that was, that's really cool yeah yeah <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. We all dream of that one. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little $10,000 bonus check. Yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't, yeah. who wouldn't like that? Yeah. Um, I know I you, would. Right? Exactly. So, Leah, what do you find? I mean, I know that you said you feel like you haven't quite wrapped your head around. And I think it's probably always probably evolving and changing kind of what clients are looking for in terms of stock photography. But yeah, what do you find in terms of the work that you've submitted? Kind of if there was a theme overall, what do you think has worked well in terms of images so, being purchased? Uh, what I look at is um, they, I think that what sells well is like groups interacting with each other. Like when my kids are like, when you see um, communication or like mm. just, doing things together, daily life of doing things together and normal life. And it has to look like it's not set up, obviously. So, you know, it's like a fine line because you're half setting it up and then you're half 
you don't want it to look set up. So right. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, ah, oh, but then you have this and you have to not have logos. So you then you have all of a sudden, you know, I had a really oh, good geez. video last year that I want to upload and my my nephew walked through with his big Adidas pants and I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like no teenagers allowed with your brands go away right yeah or wear brandless clothing <laughs> so how do you get do they notify you like if a client is looking to purchase your image and then how do you ever i know sometimes i've seen you post like oh it's so cool to see my picture here like does once the client purchases your picture like do you then get notified of kind of where it is or does it just so happen that you stumble across it sometimes and see it we, somewhere uh we don't know who buys our, our images so um, oh, okay. we just need to like we just happen upon it <laughs> so it's total luck when we find them so we don't know who buys and how it's used yeah that's so interesting yeah so um i mean you can do searches online you know with your name and stocksy and then some mm. images will pop up but i think i can only find maybe 10 percent or maybe less even of my images and i know that there's a different pricing structure depending on what they're licensing the photo yeah four right uh with stocksy there is i think with upset there's only two different prices uh i'm not sure with the uh, i mean there's a lot of other stock agencies i don't know exactly Mm. how they all work but with stocksy we do we have a small price for so it would just be used for a small digital image and then um, medium large and xl so i think xl is for printing larger billboards and all that and medium um I'm not sure. I think medium you can print in magazines, maybe then no large, probably for me for magazines. Yeah. And then the way they're used, you know, you have extended licenses or um, just, uh, you know, if people want to use um, the market freeze will be somebody take we take it, they take it off stocksy and they can use it for two years or one year or six months and nobody else can use that image. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that what was ha- is that, that what happened yeah, with that, that would other be the, person? Okay. Yeah. That would be like a thousand or I don't know exactly how much. Um it's a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're hoping, always hoping for a market freeze image. Yeah. You're like, please yeah. take it and use it for two years. <laughs> that would be yeah. great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what would you say that you find like your I mean, I know it's it's got to be sporadic. I would. I mean, obviously, you're hoping that it's going to be kind of constant. But I know, like, just in our conversation last week or the week before, you were saying how you were like this close to being like, "I'm done. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I don't want to do it." Yeah. Um, but then you got some sales, and so like, how does that you know over the course of a year? How what do you think that looks like for you in terms of like frequency of sales versus like not selling anything? Is there any kind of like rhyme yeah. or reason to it? Uh, I think. I just look at I look at the average and I look if it's worth it and um, yeah, I, you know it's a real roller coaster. Like you can have no sales for a week and then all of a sudden you'll have, you know, a good a few really good sales or you get a ton of really small sales, <laughs> and you just it's really it's a roller coaster. You can have a really good month and then the next week be like oh bummer this is not going so well. So you really need to look at it on an average and see if on average mm. it's it's worth it. And for me, it's worth it. And I'm, you know, I'm selling about 30 or 40 images on average a month. Oh, wow. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. And so I just keep uploading. I'm taking the, (laughs) I'm taking a lot of the photos anyway, and I like it. And um, yeah, I just make a few small adjustments where to fit for stock when I'm shooting, you know, watch the brands or 
you know, decide if it's worth the cloning out or not, and then <laughs> put it online. <laughs> yeah. And since I use I use the money a lot as well to take trips, which then give me more photos. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Uh, I really like that. I like that it pays for the habit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like last year we took a trip to the up to the Alps and I was like thinking oh. of all the great photos I could take and you know, oh. I was like, Oh, I paid for this with my you know, the money I made on stock and it was really nice. <laughs> I was dying over that trip last oh, year. Like so just nice. dying. I'm like, I yeah. wanna be there right now. Yeah, it was oh amazing. Gosh. Yeah. I feel like I, I always see different things of, of photographers that I know that are, you know, kind of working with stock companies. Like I saw somebody post something in their stories the other day, like, you know, and I don't know which, which agency it was for. It wasn't, it was like less than a dollar. It was like, oh, yeah. I made, you know, nine cents or whatever. And I thought to myself, I'm like, I don't know that that's worth it <laughs> like, to yeah. go through all of that work and, and then make nothing basically off of it yeah. um, feels like, I mean, maybe... Yeah as you were talking like the average, it comes out more, but I don't even know how that necessarily would even come out in the average because if you're, you know, I don't think like anything, our but... smallest sale on Stocksy is seven fifty, and even then we're like, Oh, this is not fun. You know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we're like, Okay. I'll try to be grateful for the $7. But like, <laughs> I'd really like coffee. it to be a bit more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't think I would like to sell for less than that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, because at yeah. a certain point, you have to, as you were saying, like, look at if it's worth it, right? If, if the amount of time yeah. that you're putting in and you're getting, you know, the income back from it, if it makes yeah. any kind of sense to do that at all. Yeah. I mean, I really like it because it allows me to have an income on my terms. Like, sure. I don't deal with any clients. I don't deal with, you know, I mean, I can deal with clients if I want, but when I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's a low stress way of um, having an income an extra income yeah. Yeah. and I, I mean some of them have their main income but they're shooting way more and some people know what how what sells better than I do or have better setups or you know some stock photographers will pay models and studios and everything to get right. the images they want but I'm not there I just shoot what what's happening <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And if yeah. it works, if your style is working, you know what I mean, yeah. in terms of what Stocksy and the cl- Stocksy's clients are looking for, then that is kind of the best of both worlds because you're not having to go out of your way to hire models and rent studio space and do yeah. all that other stuff to make it work when you can just kind of utilize what you're already shooting. Or when you come up with an idea, like you said, like the Earth Day thing with your son and you're like, yeah. oh, this, this could probably work. And it's not like so far out of your normal yeah. method of shooting or, or so far out of the realm of like what's possible and, and feasible for you to do on a day-to-day basis, then that seems like it's a pretty good, it's a good yeah. meshing and a good, a good meeting there. Yeah. And that, that I really like that. <laughs> I, I like <laughs> shooting like that. Yeah. And I have, I also have a lot of nephews and nieces that I can take photos of. So that helps. Yeah. That does help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I feel like, I mean, I have like my own children, um, and but then I feel like the, the 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 rest of people that I take pictures of are usually clients, so I feel yeah. like that would start to get kind of complicated after a little bit to yeah to and, really and kind of encourage like hey are you sure you don't want to do this <laughs> yeah and the client work is not what's probably going to bring in the most money because they you know it needs to be very documentary so. Right. If you do very documentary sessions, it works. But, it, you know, the post stuff, they'll be like, ah, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, even there, it's it's kind of hard. Even when I'm 
when I'm shooting a client and I know they signed the model release, I try to be careful to not just think about what would work for stock, but what would work for the client, what the client wants, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. See, I feel like, yeah, it's interesting that you said that you've never, you've never gone back to a client after the fact, because I feel, I feel like that when I was thinking about it in my mind, I'm like, oh, I feel like I wouldn't really know until after the session if I felt like any of them yeah. would work potentially, unless I knew like going into it that it was like, I, cause I do these day in the life sessions, you know? And so I feel like those would probably lend themselves those to would be potentially really good. Yeah. for good yeah. stock because yeah. it's all documentary and it's very much yeah. like day in the life stuff. Yeah. So that, that would be great for uh, stock photography. Yeah. Do you feel like, I know that you mentioned that the ones that tend to do the best are like groups communicating. Do you do much still life or kind of put still life in and how does that kind of, not, I, I think like sometimes I think stock photography and I feel like I think yeah. about like still life pictures and um, so, more so than I think about like people weirdly. I'm not sure why. Yeah. But. <laughs> I think that's probably the image of the older stock uh how it mm. used to be but i, I mean there, there's like amazing food photographers and, and like all kinds of things photographers and stocks and they're super inspiring and make me feel like wow right <laughs> uh, but i i think that that stuff <laughs> i try and i just it just doesn't come out like i want and it's just not working so i'm i'm actually gonna take a class on food photography <laughs> Mm. <laughs> to to get better at um I don't know I just it intimidates me to have to pose objects yeah. in a certain way like doing a flat lay in a wedding is like the hardest part for me because I have to decide <laughs> what everything is whereas when yeah. I'm just shooting people just happen to be where they are and I'm just going along and try and place myself in the right place but like having to position stuff on a flat lay intimidates me because I always think, well, well, if I could move it one inch over over there or do this, and I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I have to learn that area still. In that area. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a different type of skill because I feel like in the I've I've attempted flat lays a handful of times and I'm like, wow, yeah. these do not look good at all. <laughs> yeah, and I still can't. I still don't know what makes one look amazing and what makes one mine look like um this is not nice (laughs) yeah so like how does it yeah it's definitely and I know there's courses specifically on on like flat lays too um yeah and it's funny because when my kids started school I thought to myself oh I'm gonna have all this time I should I should start doing flat lays because I feel and like food photography because I feel like that just be you know, a good use of yeah. all the spare time. Well, A, I didn't have any spare time and B, I haven't done <laughs> one. So I feel like... <laughs> yeah. I, I started uh, a flat lay course. It was like a free course online and it was super interesting, but I kind of gave up after a few weeks. I didn't find the time anymore. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, and then like... I, ha- I had to go buy all these ribbons and nice bowls. And <laughs> <laughs> I really like doing flat lays. I actually do. I manage an Instagram account for... Um, a dress, one of these um, girls that sells dresses. And so I'm doing oh. a lot of flat lace for her. So I really enjoy it. And it's kind of fun, you know, to spruce them up and like throw some random things in there. And yeah, I don't know. I find it fun, but I, there's still so much to learn too with it. They they sound like super fun to do, but I'm just so intimidated by the fact that I have to choose where to put the ribbon and where to put things. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I always second like... guess myself too. 
And I feel like, too, I'm like, how do these people just have all these random objects in their home that just work for a flat? Like, you know, like just yeah. random sprigs of leaves and, you know, and <laughs> they're not so random. Of ribbon they're all intentional. And- Right. No, I know. But like, I, I mean, I think it, like, I think similar to what Leah was saying, like, I would have to go out and purchase all these things. I don't have any of that stuff in my house right now. <laughs> I'm like, I have some Legos. I've got some Legos. Yeah. I got some Matchbox cars. I've got, you know, a, a well, maybe scarf. Maybe flat lay those. <laughs> yeah, that would sell well. I, no, definitely not. <laughs> Banged up Matchbox hey, cars. Hey, you never know. That's true. Yeah. Shouldn't count it out altogether, I suppose. Yeah, you try. <laughs> Anything is possible. It's yeah. true. See, it's funny to me, Leah, that you that the flat lays are something that you struggle with a little bit because I feel like one of the things that I struggled with in like trying to figure out how to do an effective diptych was like being able to find things that were complementary but not necessarily the same. And yeah. I feel like your work in that area is always so inspiring to me. I'm like, how did she how is she shooting and like, oh, these two things go together. Like like they're not even. I, I just. I'm always super inspired. I think by uh, your work in general, but specifically you. your yeah. your diptych work. Because I that that felt it felt impossible to me. Like when we were in that loop, <laughs> it would take me all week to be like, okay, what am I going to shoot? How am I going to shoot? I'm going to try to think of this like Leah does. I don't have that. I don't have it. I can't. I don't have that perspective. I don't yeah. understand. I. I really, I think it was just practice, and I think it's practice, like, with the flat lays is probably the thing. It's just practice doing it. You know how when we learned photography, we just had to shoot, 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 shoot before yeah. we got one decent photo. And I think the diptychs were the same, because I did, I did one, and I loved it, and I got loads of, you know, uh, feedback on Instagram. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do just diptychs. And then I started, and I was like, oh, my, and I announced it, and then we go, oh, my goodness, this is so hard. <laughs> It was horrible. I know I'm stuck in this. I'm week. in this corner. <laughs> the first week I was struggling so bad. Oh, it was so hard. But then I just keep, kept doing them. And then after a while, I was I got the hang of, you know, thinking, oh, this could work with this, this color with this color, this shape with this shape. And I don't know, I just felt together. But then after a year, I stopped. I was just kind of like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I did learn a lot and it taught me to look at shapes and colors Mm. and textures and all kinds of things that I wasn't really looking at as carefully before. Yeah, no, I, so if anyone that's listening doesn't know what a a diptych is, it's a, it's typically a series of of two images, although it can be more than that, I suppose, um, that are, are complementary to each other, um, in in that there's a color scheme or there's a, a texture scheme or a shape. Um, another one that pops into my head when I think of diptychs of yours in particular is that there's one of, um, I think your daughter is, is ice skating. Yeah. And like the water that's coming through the ice is just this incredible, like bluish Blue, greenish yeah. color. And I remember the very first time I saw that, I was like, what? Is yeah. like how how did she think about putting those two images together? And I mean, if you haven't already checked out Leah's work, we're going to have her tell you where you you know you can find her work later. But you should look at it because I think it really does like just the act of trying to create them and the several that I did were not all that good. But I feel like it does, as you said, kind of train your eye to look for yeah. for different. I'm- different things i'm trying to look at that one i put actually that one i was just shooting on the lake and then when i'm playing in lightroom i try and figure out which ones would work together 
Mm. And um, okay, I found it now. Yeah. So yeah, the her hat actually totally matched the um, the color of the eyes, like that bluey. Yeah. Bluey uh, color, and then um, I don't know. Maybe the texture of the hat was like a contrast with the really smooth eyes, which I think added interest to the two images together. Yeah, and it definitely then, um, did. I don't know. It's just <laughs> it's just playing. I, I did a lot of cropping in and out as well to see what works. Like so, mm -hmm. my images weren't necessarily the way I took them. When I'm, I put them together, I'll crop them so that they work well um i think the other thing too that i struggle with and i don't know if you're like how you go in when you're shooting a diptych because i for what i think part partly because when i was going through the click pro process mm -hmm. i pretty much stopped shooting um vertical images oh yeah because on the whole like the yeah. they prefer that they're you know they're yeah. horizontal so i had to really like switch my mindset when I was shooting diptychs because they yeah. typically are vertical images and so um I mean sometimes you can crop in on a you know on a portrait yeah um image and kind of make it work but for the most part I found myself having to like really like look at things in a completely yeah. different perspective because it's typically too you know uh yeah vertical images put together and it's really hard to switch your camera in, um vertical all of a sudden I mean I I yeah. hadn't done it and when I went and started this project I was like this is really hard. <laughs> I don't yeah, see I in vertical. vertical. Yeah, I don't see in vertical, you know. And then after a while, I started to shoot only vertical. I'm pretty sure I second shot for you all in vertical at that wedding. <laughs> it was great, though. <laughs> You're like, when oh, I... all these vertical images I didn't have before. <laughs> That's perfect, because I don't ever shoot vertical. <laughs> so it was, it was a really good blending, you and I. Um, and one of the things that I love, I think in particular about your diptych work is just the storytelling that happens. I mean, you can storytell within one image, obviously, but obviously when you have more than one image, you, it, I think you, you, it's, yeah, it's easier to tell a story that way, but I just love the way that you, um, you combine different colors, you combine different depths of field, you combine, you know, just kind of yeah. not even necessarily in the same, like, it's just, I don't know. I would, you should just, in my opinion, my humble opinion, I think you should just make like a coffee table book of all your diptychs because I would totally buy it <laughs> and just have it Actually, in my house. that's a good idea. I might try that. I might do that. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. I get all my stuff printed through chat books, you know, and I, but I didn't yeah. really think of putting all my favorites in a really nice book. That's actually a good idea. At least my yeah. project won't be lost, you know. <laughs> Right. No, I, and because it's there. And I think that it doesn't necessarily, because sometimes like, you know, I joke with my clients sometimes too, that I'm like, I want to blow this picture up from your session and put it in my house. And that would be weird because it's like other people's kids. But, <laughs> but I yeah. think there's something about your diptych work that is very kind of timeless, that it's not, mm -hmm. it's not so like innately personal, you know, that it's yeah. more like people respond and relate to those images because it evokes such strong, I feel like, um, emotions and senses you know whether mm -hmm. it's sight or smell or you know sound or whatever like it just kind of pops out from your yeah. images and how you have combined them that I think it would be really universal that people would look at those images and be like oh yes I connect to all of those even though it's not my family or my kids in those pictures but like these combinations of things really just kind of speak to me in yeah. a way that I feel like good art does that you can find something that you connect with in that piece and that work so if you make yeah. a book I'll buy a copy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you.
I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I have to print my stuff. <laughs> I would yeah. totally buy that book. It's so gorgeous. Or even like purchase for a gift and give to others. That'd be awesome. Oh, I know. Thank it's you. so pretty. <laughs> or make uh, greeting cards. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to make go. me want to do diptychs again? <laughs> <laughs> you should. You're, that's that's where I started following you because you're so good and they're so like eye catching and captivating that oh, I was like, "What you. is this? Who is this person? And why am I not following them?" And then uh, it, they're just gorgeous. Thank you. See, I can't do them, so I'm just gonna encourage you to keep doing them so that I can just like live vicariously through you. <laughs> am I gonna have to go through that horrible first two weeks again? <laughs> Maybe. Probably. It's probably like riding a again. bike. It's like, I give it like two or three days. You'll be right back, right back in, in yeah. them, I'm sure. At least it will make me shoot again because I haven't shot much this winter for my kids and all that. Just I know, neither have I. I, I oh. started, I tried I, to, to start another 365 project in that. Yeah. Meg's been doing really well. She's been shooting every oh, single day, which is super good. impressive. Yeah. I, Booyah, I got this. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I do have to say, I did, to be honest, I missed one day, and it was, like, a really, really bad day with, like, the kids and me and whatever, and I woke up the the next morning, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot to take my photo! (laughs) I was so sad, like, deflated. Especially when you don't have anything, like, you don't even have, like, an iPhone picture or nothing. No, nothing. I completely missed the day, yeah. So now you have to call it a 364. (laughs) Well, here's the thing, though. Sometimes I'll do, like, two... Yeah. Two different shoots in a day. So I think uh-huh. that previous Saturday I had done yeah. like um, some self-portraits. And then later that evening was the father-daughter dance with my daughter and my husband. Yeah. So I call there it. There you evening. go. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I did 100%. The, the first, Whatever. when I really <laughs> learned photography, I that's when I, I did my 365. It was in 2013, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when I did my first 365. And now uh, that's really how I learned <laughs> It's such a great learning tool. I really feel like I found my style. I've said this before in other episodes. I really feel like I found my voice as an artist during my 365 project, which was in 20... What was it, Meg? What year are we in now? 2019? It was 2016? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was 2016. And um, I think, right? 2016? 2017? I want to say it was 2017. 27. That might be right. 2017. Because we didn't meet until like the end of 2016, I believe. That then that makes sense. Then. Yeah. So 2017. And um, yeah, I just really felt like at the end of that year, I could see such growth in my work and yeah. such, so much more consistency in the latter half of the year in terms of editing, in terms of shooting style and whatnot. So I've, if, I've always encouraged other photographers that if they feel like they don't have yeah. their skills that they want them to be or they don't know what their voice is like pick that it's like anything else it's like yeah. you know being an athlete or being a musician or you have to practice every day you yeah. can't think that you can pick up your camera you know once a month and then you're going to become this amazing photographer like exactly. maybe some people can i don't yeah. that wasn't the case for me but <laughs> it wasn't um, for me either. <laughs> you know you have to practice and and try and shoot and just keep working on it so i don't know maybe i will be inspired to just to try some more, maybe I'll, maybe I'll set a goal for myself of doing like three diptychs a month. Maybe I'm like, <laughs> I feel like that's a manageable goal yeah. that I can wrap my head around. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny though, that, you know, when you're not shooting all the time, this, I think this winter is the first winter where I haven't been shooting all the time. Cause I was always doing three sixty fives, and then I did a diptych and then 
this winter I didn't do anything. Mm. I had a session last week and I started, do I even know how to take a photo? <laughs> Just because I, I hadn't been shooting for maybe three or four weeks and it felt so weird. And I, yeah. I really started worrying like as if I had lost everything, which I obviously didn't. But it just felt no. so strange to not be shooting all the time. That Yeah, I, I do think you need to be shooting all the time if you want to grow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I have my first wedding coming up at the beginning of June and I won't have had one since last fall. So I'm a little bit like, I'm going to have to... Yeah, get my mind right <laughs> to get back in that like yeah. mindset of, of yeah. shooting a wedding because it's different than you know other client yeah. work. But yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right, so Leah, if people haven't already been following you, which they should be, um, where can they find you? So they can find me on Instagram, and I'm Leah Jones Photo. And do you have a website or a Facebook yeah. page? That they uh, so my website is leahjones.net. And uh, so Leah is L-E-A, no H. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my Facebook page is Leah Jones Photographer. So that's awesome. pretty easy. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us today and talking about your work and giving us some perspective and insight to how you kind of approach your, your photography. Um, We really appreciate you spending some time with us today and sharing some more information on stock photos and diptychs and all the good stuff. Um, So yeah, if you're not already following Leah, you should, um, because her work's amazing. And um, yeah. So again, thank you so much. And for all of you guys that are are listening, uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. And uh, we look forward to talking to all of you soon. Okay. Bye friends. Bye. Bye.